Come on, you know what these train journeys are like. You can't pass Agra without having some peta. I don't know about Agra and Petha, but I do know Allahabad and Amrood. And you know, Allahabad ke station mein jo Amrood milta hai na, if you cut it, it's red from the inside. Oh, and you chirko that um, namak on it? Yeah, you what do. What is that? That's, it's not namak, it's kind of... Um, masala. Chaat, chaat masala, masala and mirchi powder mm, and all other things. Nice. Oh, talking about um, stations and all, you know, mm. when you go to um, Ferozabad, mm. you, ha- you have to buy churia, you have to buy bangles, yeah. But do they actually come to the station selling churis? Of course. Uh, the, the, if that's what the town is known for, that's what they sell. Oh, Which, I also know Nagpur and oranges. Is it? Yeah. So you're into fruits, I see. Amruds. Yeah. yeah. And you, strangely, are into churis and petha. That's the way it is. And welcome to the Shabby and Man podcast. We're partners, parents. Podcasters, broadcasters. And everything else in between. Now, I don't know if... Friends, uh, <laughs> Now, you might have noticed that there's no underlying music uh, because we can't find the actual thing. They've changed the thing on the, on the phone. On the phone, yes. Because we just press play and publish. Yeah, and there used, to be, there used to be a choice to put some background music, yeah. which they've taken away, I think. Yeah, it's okay. I think, I think our conversation is riveting enough. They don't need to listen to the music. <laughs> Keep your fingers crossed. What are we going to be talking about today? We thought we'd talk about train I journeys. Know, I know that. Um, we talk about a few childhood memories, London, India... Everything in the mix. Put everything in the mix. You have childhood memories of London? No, I don't have childhood memories. Fortunately, I don't. I, I grew up in a far more exotic country than you did. Yeah, so now you know that I'm a London boy. I'm a, well, I was a London boy till I was about nine. Then mm. I was sent away. But that's a different story. Yeah. And then I came back again when I was about 19. I came back again when I was about 15, 16. And then back again when I was 19. So... A London boy did Camden Town, used to walk up to Soho, you know, knew it inside out. But at the same time, what you probably don't know is that I lived up north for a couple of years. I studied up north. My what do you mean by up north? Uh, well, uh, that's the thing. Up north in the north of England. but people Where are, it's supposed to be very grim. Where it's supposed to be quite cold. Just, uh, uh, just above Watford mm. is up north. Mm. And I really was not that far up north. I was mm. in between um, Birmingham and Manchester. I'm saying two huge places that you heard of. Mm. Yeah? It's a place called Staffordshire. Mm. Stafford. And it was wonderful. You know, I used to speak the lingo. I used to catch the bus mm. and um, I used to run a bath, all mm. the sort of things. While uh, a year before that, I was in India eating samosa, but then, you know, mm. uh, it was, and it was fantastic. I really loved it. And the thing was on every weekend, mm. I used to live in a tiny village, a beautiful village. And I think for the first month, no one used to give me a lift. I used to walk one mile to the main high street. Mm. Or luckily there was a, there was a kid's You bus. were a student then, right? I was a student, yeah, mm. I was a student. And there was a guy, Paul Bond, wherever you are, Mm-hmm. He, he used to he used to have a motorbike, and he used to give me a lift. So there was one guy who used to give me a lift up to the top of the road. Mm-hmm. Then I used to catch uh, catch a bus into town, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it was a very picturesque village. I lived on top of a post office. Mm-hmm. There was one red line pub. I used to play dominoes. And once you get to know the people, then everyone is very nice. Mm-hmm. But it took a month for them to get around to um, seeing someone with you know different skin tone. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking about twenty twenty four years ago. 2024 years ago. All right, maybe 25. Yeah, you've definitely done your maths right. Um, how do you think life up north is different from life in London? I know London is this buzzing metropolis, which is where everything happens. That, but uh, London was virtually the same 20 years ago. Yeah, it wasn't mm. that much different. Mm. All this food and all that you see here in this, 
eclectic melting pot happened in the last 20 years i'd say mm. in fact a lot of people say you have uh, no idea what king's cross was like 20 years ago do you no i believe it was quite a seedy place right it, it was quite a seedy place you would keep it quiet if you said oh i spent an evening at in king's cross you definitely would yes and uh, in fact your mum says this um, often that even shops mum caught me in king's cross no, no that okay. that even this culture of shops being open 24/7 or you know being open till this late is very new she said sundays everything used to be closed yeah, yeah. and thursdays the first one used to, used to be, we used to have this uh, American shop near us called 7-Eleven, mm. which was a, a huge thing. It used to be open till 11 at night. Mm. And it was quite big. Mm. You mean there were no, none of these coffee festivals, tea festivals and all of this that London's known for 20 years ago? There was none of this? Oh, in London? Yeah. There probably was. I wasn't aware of it. But mm. up north, mm. I used to sit in these wonderful tea rooms mm. where you'd have a cup of tea, a slice of cake. There are a lot of tourists there because a lot of the potteries are there. People used to come for their cups and saucers. A lot of Japanese mm. tourists used to come. Um, Alton Towers is this there. This wasn't near where Wedgwood is made, is it? Uh, yeah, I think all the Dalton. More or less the same. Yeah. It's, it's all near mm. there. Yeah. So um, a lot of tourists. And I used to go every Saturday to the to the main market mm. and have fudge. I remember. I don't know why I've got these memories of fudge there. Mm. You have strange food memories because every time you tell the story of your boarding school days and you talk about that trip up uh, from Kartgodam to Nainital, there's some something else that you mention each time, which is... I'll tell you what it is. Now, <laughs> I'm glad that you mentioned it because um, when I used to... So as I was saying, I used to um, catch a train all the way to my boarding school mm. from my grandparents' house in probably in Gorakhpur. So first of all, you had to go to Lucknow mm. and catch the train from Lucknow. So from, I can't remember what it was, one of those Howrah Express kind of things. So from Lucknow to Bareilly to Haldwani to Kaat Godam. Hmm. And that was the closest station to my boarding school. To the, it was in the foothill of the Himalayas. Then you had to catch a bus and go up that winding road hmm. for a, a two hours or something. So this memory I have is of eating jamun with my friends when we got onto the bus. And then someone being violently sick by the time we got to the top. Mm. You know, talk about uh, food associated with journeys. I mean, I we used to go to Calcutta from wherever my father was stationed because my grandparents lived in Calcutta every summer during the holidays. And the Rajdhani Express was known for its curries. The Rajdhani Express served some fantastic food as well. And uh, my my first memories of uh, eating at railway stations or, you know, eating when the train has stopped for a little while. Are you talking about the actual meal that you used to get on the train? The actual meal was something we loved as well but also I used to be too scared to eat that a trip yeah I think I'm guessing that even we didn't eat too much of that but there wasn't but they used to give me a banana so that you didn't go to the loo I think no, um, no not on the Rajthani Express not that I can remember but uh, maybe from Rajthani Delhi did, to Calcutta maybe you, yours was a very posh train it was we travelled air conditioned chair car those days and it was a, it passed some very very good stations good in the sense big stations big junctions where the train from Delhi to Calcutta Howrah, rather. Howrah Junction? Howrah Junction. Isn't that a, that's a movie as well, I think. And it's, it's. Uh, I remember um, uh, some of the curries that were served on, on the, you know, in fact, many people include them in their recipe books as well, you know, the the Madras, this curry or that curry. Um, Rathani Express used to serve some very good food, actually. You know, talking about trains and stations, mm. one of my underlying memories is I, I seem to love railway stations. Is in in um, on the border of UP. I used to eat. Um, I used to go into the canteen, the railway canteen, and have an egg omelette hmm. with a cup of tea, all served in these white omelette egg. Kahi banta hai. Uh, <laughs> 
You mean a masala omelette? What did I say? Egg omelette. Oh. <laughs> you know the way people say, I'm having a naan bread. Yes. Why don't egg omelette? So hai. what would you have? Egg omelette and? And I'd have a cup of tea. Double roti. Uh, and I had a cup of tea in uh, this white porcelain cups. And if I could afford it, I'd have a cutlet. Mm. I think it's called a mutton cutlet. Possibly. Possibly. Are you the train while you don't, you don't... Does that where your fascination for white porcelain cups come from? It does, I, I expect. Because every time you go to John Lewis, I see you making a beeline for white porcelain. Though, of course, I imagine it, the ones that you're eyeing now and buying now cost a bit more than the railway canteen ones. I don't know. You know, the fascinating thing that I've noticed in London is that so many of these uh, underground stations are now being turned into food courts. Some of them as pop-ups, others... On a more permanent basis, there's that you one. Mean they near, have food courts in the station. In the station, was it was it Chiswick? Where did where was Fulham? The Fulham. Fulham. Oh, yes, we went to Fulham, that. right? And it had a beautiful, beautiful courtyard, which had been turned into a little uh, food place. And now, I believe you you went there the other day. You were talking about oh was yeah, the other one? Uh, Victoria Station, hmm. right opposite. What did, did you, you think know, of that? You know, um, where it is, it's called the Market Hall. Hmm. Uh, many many years ago, it used to be a very famous nightclub in hmm. London called Pasha. Now, of course, it's um, a food hall. Hmm. And was it any good? I mean, does it it's have... It's good. It's thriving. It's buzzing. It's... Hmm. The crowd was much younger than me, I think. I mean, it makes sense because you know that there's going to be a steady stream of people passing through and they'll always be I mean, hungry. I mean, no, there's lots of restaurants around Hungry there. passengers, but travelers. These are quite hip. Hmm. Hep. Is so, the word hip or hep? It's you know, like, you I know, think in India they say hep. This, you know, always get confused. With some words I've learned in India, some words I've learned here. Hmm. I'm never sure if I'm saying garage or garage. Hmm. You know, those sort of things. Yeah, I think it's the the correct word probably is hip. But in India we say hep. It's very, very hep. Yeah. I think this food courts in railway stations is possibly the next step up for, um, for the street food uh, revolution to kind of make its base you know i see and london has so many beautiful beautiful uh, promenades which could use, easily be turned into lovely uh they actually have turned um curb is a lovely street food market curb is, yeah they've just even uh, king's cross they've not opened exactly. up in um, common garden you're mm. right king's cross as well mm. curb is in king's cross as well and you know thursdays fridays king's cross even in the courtyard outside which is not covered there are lots of there's row upon row of food stalls and i think they have you're, something to do with you're, borough you're making this show very london centric today yes well we are londoners and so we, we i think we should yeah. talk about london more often yeah Achha, listen khane ki bahut ho hai. let's go and make something or khana khate. Uh, this is a gazab ka idea good idea now um just ek uh, request to me yeah ki when you're serving me the food or when mm. you made it can you just say just to give that authentic feel can you just say chai chai garam garam chai i wish i could but i don't think instagram has the audio option yet True, but it does have an option to find and follow us. That, that you can do by going to... The Shabby and Man podcast site. Uh, we're on, on Instagram. Instagram as Shabby and Man. We're on Facebook as Shabby and Man. Uh, and we're on Twitter as well as Shabby and Man podcast. So thank you so next much time, for tuning in, for ciao. following. Ciao. Min. Min? Ciao, Min. Oh, ciao, Min. That's a bad one.